before sort of move to next couple of questions uh, great setting up of the context of what's happening in southeast asia bringing up focus back are we also seeing so i read a report from mckenzie amazing report uh, for all the listeners i will provide a link of that in the show notes so that you can go down and uh, have a look at that report and and they were covering an important aspect and they said this they expect a lot of consolidation to happen or uh, sorry a segmentation to happen probably is the right word and say people building niche capabilities and saying okay i am xyz fm is very strong in healthcare xyz fm is very strong in education now with all the changes that we're talking about would it make uh, i mean let me rephrase the question i wouldn't say would it make sense for people for fm companies to do that but are, are you seeing anything of that so instead of saying can we be super relevant to a couple of sectors versus trying to be a generalist yeah i think it's i mean it's a really good point and um you know the the sector focus is absolutely critical because each sector has its own uh, drivers and 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 needs and pain points for that matter so if you look at for example the manufacturing sector you know they are absolutely hot on energy energy redu- reduction consumption consolidation you know this is a strong focus um their equipment um uptime is obviously key to their business so this therefore says actually i do want to do things smarter so you know even in thailand i've spoken to organizations that are starting to talk about i really would like to have a look at some iot um on our critical assets so we can monitor things like you know vibration and temperature mm-hmm. and pressure so we can predict you know before something fails uh, and therefore right. doesn't affect uh, the, the core business so right. you know I, i think you know the manufacturing sector for me is one that is moving faster than you know some of the other sectors mm. um and and equally even in in education um you know whilst everyone wants the best possible lowest price right. they are generally a sector which is happy to to pay a premium because they understand that you know this is about making sure that the the children of the future can be uh, can operate and learn to their fullest ability so they've mm. got more of a focus on things like um indoor air quality um which you know may not be so relevant to manufacturing so it's really interesting right. dilemma around where fm can provide the best benefits because it's not one you know one sort of um, approach suits all um it's about understanding the sectors and and uh working out how fm can benefit them um operationally and financially Well, that absolutely makes sense i mean that you you really can't be uh, putting in the same uh, sort of uh, strategy for every segment uh, and in india we haven't seen so when you when you look at middle east uh, i mean at least obviously does not have a lot of manufacturing but in india the sector that's been outsourcing a lot from the manufacturing side of things is pharmaceuticals and, and automobiles so but again they take out the non core aspects of operations to be to be outsourced in terms of yep. maintenance is that the same everywhere have you seen or you're saying that there's a trend where people are saying okay something very critical to production or manufacturing can also be outsourced or at least there is an opportunity for people to it's it's mainly yeah mainly non core um right. and it's being outsourced so hmm. you know, their their machinery specific to their business is something which they um, have a very well. strong dis- yeah they want to do it themselves understand that Makes um sense. so yeah but, but but nevertheless there are other things you know just like simple power supply to the to the to the factory uh, mm. that is generally outsourced now if that goes down well you know, we all know what that makes means sense. makes sense so yeah. you're just you're looking at obviously auxiliary equipment and administrative yeah. things and all everything that's not sort of directly very related to 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 manufacturing uh yeah correct yeah that's that's all interesting 
Uh, but one thought I was thinking, so what's common between Australia, Singapore, UK and US is, and I'm, I'm talking about US only from the perspective that I was talking to you, JJ, I'm spending a lot of time mm-hmm. trying to understand what's happening in North America, particularly US and Canada. I think government, government in all of these cases are pretty important buyers of FM services. And that's a one good way of influencing. And I don't think I've seen that enough in India. I don't think I've seen that in India. I don't think in this, India. This, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is the elephant in the room, right? Because, um, and, and this is the same situation mm. in Thailand. Um, the, the government is not going to be the driver of change mm. in Thailand or India that I can foresee. It's going to come from the private sector. Now, um, and so that means, you know, it's going to t- take a whole lot longer to get to the point where, you know, we, we believe that you know, FM is providing the most efficient, smartest possible solutions. Um, and yeah, it, uh, unfortunately, if you have the reliance on government to do it um, right. or not do it, then mm. there are implications around that. And again, not here to, to say what what's right or wrong, but there's no doubt that. Um, I mean, it does accelerate. Kind of so the, the point is that the accelerate. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, things would happen, but uh, what would happen five years from now could easily happen now. I mean, in in, in that sense. So that's that interesting yeah. point for me as well to reflect on. Uh, you spoke about IoT, robotics, right? I was in touch with a couple of uh, leading FM companies in Singapore where they took examples of usage of drones for uh, for car inspections and, and sort of yeah. cleaning and stuff. Is 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 that is that happening? So you obviously said that's happening in Singapore. Are some other proof of concepts or proof of values or stuff like that being done in Thailand, Malaysia, or it's, it's, it's still Singapore all the way? I think this is more of the, uh, it's on the front cover of the book. So, yeah, <laughs> if you look at web, websites and so on, you'll see drones being used for various things. But the reality is, and, and IoT is absolutely getting a, a lot more, mm. um, you know, airtime than what it used to. The real issue, though, is how to get value from the data. Mm. So it's one thing to have an IoT device and it's one thing for it to measure the data, mm. but then to actually interpret and analyze that data to then mark make uh, smart uh, decisions and you know call to action on the ground is another thing so i think um you know everyone loves these buzzwords and you know right. love a good drone mm. uh but um it, it really does actually have to add some form of real value in the in the chain and at the moment i would put the, the challenge out there to say um we're not quite there yet uh with with iot and, and data and technology to the extent they would like, um, we're, we're we're on the uh, you know on the cusp of uh, making that change, uh, but it's it's not just enough, it's not good enough for an organisation to say tick the box, IoT's right. installed, we're getting data, you know, right. let's move on back to headcount. Makes sense. So I mean, obviously, yeah. we'll, we'll talk more about the core problems that are there, barriers that are there, and what could be perhaps possible solutions or plausible solutions to look at. But probably that's going to follow in the next few episodes in that sense so just trying to uh, wrap wrap this episode so so we are talking about singapore southeast asia is, is, is you cannot paint them all with the same brush singapore is different they are at a different level of maturity they have different set of problems uh, growth rate it's sort of stagnant but uh, you know obviously it's because it's, it's a bit mature whereas you look at thailand and malaysia they've really got to get the act together in terms of how they want to operate probably uh, a lot of opportunity for local players to be more agile and more innovative, probably give the bigger ones a run for their money, which might be very difficult to do in Singapore. 
so so that's what i hear and and obviously government does inevitably play an important role in accelerating the yeah. ff markets as we have seen probably with 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 the countries that we we discussed I, I mean, I didn't know that divestments was happening. So probably globally, I thought it was an India uh, thing. But then you you said that it also happened in in uh, global yeah. in, in, in Southeast Asia. Otherwise, it's also parts, which means that there is not a much of forward looking opportunity if people, which is understandable. If business people don't see a lot of uh, stability going forward or changes going forward, they at least the larger ones won't probably stay around for long. uh so before we move i mean that's that's a wrap up but just one last question i thought is important for us to lead into the next episode that we we cover in the next week is i mean the next week we are going to cover about the relevant of change why the change should happen but to really lead up to that jj what according to you is so if someone is is a cxo in one of the fm companies in southeast asia what do you think are top 1 2 3 pressing issues that the oppressing priorities that they really have right now yeah and i i think if i'm talking to a, a cxo and it's all going to be saying well what does the the future for the workplace experience um in the context of the pandemic and i know we don't want to talk too much about that mm-hmm. but only that's what they will be thinking and uh and um, there has to be an, an acknowledgement at some point what yeah. does my office or my workplace offer that the home doesn't and how can i attract um the employees to come back to the office because if there's not a really good reason for them to come back they will probably stay working from home if they have that opportunity to do so so i think that's going to be up there um and then the other one is just the pressures of um you know um of uh the economy and, and the the organization pnl So you know as a CXO the huge um cost of uh, an organization obviously is people but it's also real estate you know, the rent right. and and the and also the the energy to to maintain it um so there there will be a lot more focus on technology to really understand the occupancy levels of um offices in particular mm. um and then to say well what does this mean in terms of what can I do to consolidate to to make it better and invest those savings back mm. into further technology and uh, better ways of of doing things awesome uh, that that pnl obviously is probably the pick that I will, I, according to me probably top of the mind as far as fm is concerned because they might not influence a lot around workplace i mean they they are a key stakeholder at the end of the day the the asset owners would have to take a lot of call but i think well pnl certainly and that's what we've been seeing uh, as a part of conversation with a lot of fm companies we are working with and or like talking to in uk middle east so i don't think that that's probably one thing common to all of them uh in in the current time correct yeah exactly exactly and uh, uh, you know the the profitability of the organization it comes mm. across obviously all all those roles that you mentioned mm. um but it will become a discussion where about uh, how can we do things better because we mm. need to look for better ways of doing things because now we absolutely have to absolutely we you pushed to the wall corner of the wall thanks jj uh, great talking to you as always and to the listeners i am hoping that you uh, get some uh, you know uh, great points out of this conversation as usual we probably love to hear from you what your thoughts are drop in a message uh, reach out to me or jj on linkedin or, or and 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 we'll be definitely keen to look at more diverse views probably as jj said it's not just a couple of perspective you 
once we have a more lateral perspective coming in from all corners we may just address the elephants in the room in the manner that they need to be addressed so thanks jj once again i'll see you next thank week thank you so much yeah looking forward to it. thanks so much absolutely mate thank you